Support the adventures of Change and Stone by visiting patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Well, howdy, stranger. Have you traveled far? You look a slight tired. Take a seat by the fire. Sit a little closer so I can see your eyes. I've got food. I've got whiskey. I've got a story I can share. A tale of those two bounty hunters. The ones they call Change and Stone. Ah, you've heard of them. They're always running from something. Or to something. That's where we find them now. On a train. A train powered by the souls of the damned. Like most things are these days. But I'll let you in on a real secret. You call them Change and Stone? And I call them the Terrible Warriors. And we're back, terrible listeners. I'm Derek Bard from Chasing the Muse, and I am your marshal for this evening. In this, the Edmonton Crew's two-man game of Deadlands the Weird West by Pinnacle Publishing, Pinnacle Press, Pinnacle Entertainment Group. There we go. Apologies to Pinnacle. And uh, once again, we are at uh, Shane's request, dedicating... Uh, this game to it uh, to the memory of his mother Margaret Fitzgerald, and uh, our most heartfelt condolences to Shane and his family on their recent loss. So, uh, players, let's introduce ourselves and jump back in the action. Uh, I'm Will Mitchell, and I'm Wes Gunn of the Four of Horrors. And when we last left off in the Adventures of Change and Stone. Uh, Jonathan Change and Wade Stone, agents of the Pinkerton Detective Agency, were headed off to Virginia City, Nevada, in search of the mysterious, enigmatic Harlan Bliss, who they most recently fought with in a previous episode. And you guys are chugging across the uh, across the great nation of the United States, the newly reunited states of America. What's really nice about this era too is like the the, the trains the trains were so much more civilized in this era. Like there was a dining car, there was a saloon car for God. Yeah, sake. yeah, and you're in a good train. Yeah, yeah, of course. Especially the long distance ones, they had to be right. Yeah. Like, so I imagine we're in the saloon car. Uh, yeah, I'm picturing us in the saloon car. Um, I think Wade is sort of at a table, um, and he's got a uh, um uh, a. He's got some cards in front of him. Um, he's he's looks to be playing poker, mm-hmm. um, but across from him, there's nobody. Uh, there's just like a silver tray that looks like it's got some sort of crazy shit carved into it that's got cards laid out on it. Uh, and uh, so yeah, you, the camera pans to him by himself playing cards, and then it sort of shifts over his shoulder. You can see he's playing with his ghost. <laughs> well, the ghost doesn't like you very much. No, he hates my fucking guts. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I just just move the cards. I've seen you move things. Mr. Strix says that anything I put on here should be easier for you to fuck about with. Come on. I, I don't want to lose any more of my money to change. Come on. And the ghost is just staring at you, and its jaw unhinges in this terrible scream that is completely silent. Surely you got you gotta have something else to say. You gotta be as sick of this as I am. 
enter and change. So I'm at the 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 cigarette the cigar bar, right? And I'm like perusing through the various different cigars, buying a nice one with his money. Okay. <laughs> and the, the cigar guy, your friend is mighty odd. Yeah, uh, we get that a lot. Do you got any Cubans? Wait, no. Would it be Cubans at this point? I uh, probably wouldn't be. Probably not. Like, Cubans would be ridiculously expensive because yeah. they'd have to be imported from. I think Cuba, Cuba is still a Spanish colony. colony. Yeah. yeah. Would be. So uh, finally, roll New York cigar and probably uh, something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you you know you go through the process. You buy a cigar, mm-hmm. and I and I sit down where the where you have the the ghost and the ghost poofs out. <sighs> Like CGI smokes out. Sort of Stone just kind of gives up and tosses his cards down. Jonathan. Thank you for the cigar. Want to play another hand? No, I think I'm quite alright. Very good, very good. And we'll cut to the outside of the train as you know it chugs along. And, you know, there's, like, the, the day-night flip, is it? Uh, well, you know what? We'll just do the Indiana Jones, like, the map points. <laughs> As you head down that Grand Trunk, um, down into Nevada. And Nevada, at this time, actually has a lot of major railway spurs going into it. Because at that point in time, 50% of the total gold and silver in the United States was coming out of Nevada. In this case, we're going to say that Nevada produces the same amount of ghost rock. Just, there, there are huge veins there, and everyone's flocking there. Now, the gold rush will, ev- and the ghost rock rush will eventually die out. <laughs> the ghost rock rush won't, because people keep dying, and it's souls. Yeah, incidentally, in this setting, people are literally burning coal made of human souls. It's not good. To be fair, if in the real world we found some sort of amazing hydrocarbon that was made of human souls, I'm pretty it. sure we'd burn that shit. <laughs> Could not burn it fast enough. I'd be pumping into my gas tonight. I mean, I have no proof that we don't. (laughs) Well, I mean, you are pumping dead dinosaurs into your car. Mostly plankton, but fingers crossed a few dinosaurs. That'll show. Anyways. Robot chicken, when... (laughs) I'm a dinosaur, and when you use fossil fuels, you're keeping my memory alive. (laughs) Um, And you guys chug into Virginia City. Now, Virginia City is actually a very well-built-up town. It has a population of... Somewhere around seven to eight thousand permanent residents right now, and another seven to eight thousand prospectors, miners, and various uh, employees of the Comstock Mining Company. Cool. Is this now? It's pretty built up city. Is it solely a company town? Or uh, well, is, or are there interests outside Comstock here? Do we it, have to change our American dollars for no. like company script? No. Well, okay. you are not. Uh, We're not in a Virginia coal town. Uh, well, here's the thing: is most of the miners. Um, are working with company script, but they're also living on, in company barracks closer to the mine. Gotcha, gotcha. The city itself is... Right. This is uh, where the miners are coming when they have extra cash to burn. They'll have somewhere to change that company script into actual U.S. American dollars yeah. that they'll spend in town and then go back to the barracks. Okay, so yeah, there, there, there aren't any company barracks here or any of that. No. Uh, the, the employees that are actually living in town are primarily like the accountants, the lawyers, the, the bosses, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I pulled up some statistics on Virginia City at the time. It had 42 saloons, 42 stores, six major restaurants, three hotels, and somewhere between about 860-ish and 900 to 1,000 actual like houses and apartment buildings in town. 
Like, for the time period, this is a thriving metropolis. That sounds better than my hometown of Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, <laughs> now. Yeah. Um, you're from Moose Jaw, one of the silliest named towns in Canada. I know, but a uh, great place to grow up. I love it. it this, it's not on par with something like Washington or New York uh, or San Francisco or something like... Actually, I don't think San Francisco exists anymore in this timeline. Yeah, at some point, uh, part of the California coast kind of caved away in an earthquake. Um, but it, it's certainly... It's a big town for Nevada. Yeah. It's one of the three largest towns in Nevada at the time because Las Vegas isn't incorporated until 1905. Yeah, and it's a big town for the West. Ha! Here's where I did actual research. <laughs> But you missed out on who, which person was president. <laughs> Death glare. Rocks fall. Your character dead. End of game, everyone. Oh, man. Third time this week. <laughs> Aww. All right. So uh, it, it still, though, has dirt roads. Uh, they're, the buildings have, like, uh, like off-the-ground wooden walkways as sidewalks. There are horses and carriages everywhere. Of course, there were no cars yet. But the train station is big and bustling. It's a major hub. And further down the line, it'll have a smaller uh, train depot that they'll drop off for the company uh, barracks and stuff like that before it heads on to Reno. Nice. And then from Reno... Crap, I can't remember where Virginia City is in relation to Reno. Uh, suffice to say, you'll also get people coming through Salt Lake City going down to Sacramento mm. uh, through here, so. I, I kind of imagine, like, just as, like, a like a, like an addition, like, there might be, like, we're walking off the train, and then, like, on the other platform, you, you notice there's someone who looks like one of the children of the corn people that we add, like, just as, like, that one of those subtle callbacks to another episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we've resolved that in some capacity. Yeah. yeah and now, and then they're still going around, right? Like... Yeah, and as we head off, you know, get uh, get our horses, uh, perhaps in the, the background music, there's a lick of Miss Serena's theme, and we just see, like, her characteristic, like, hat, like, in a crowd somewhere. Yeah. So, are you guys making straight away for the Bucket of Blood Saloon? Are you making for uh, the Silver Dollar Hotel where you guys have uh, lodgings already arranged for you? Let's head to the Silver Dollar Hotel first, I think. Yeah, if he's going to set a trap for us, that's where he'll do it. Yeah. Okay, so you go in. This is a moderately nice hotel for the time. Mm -hmm. This isn't top of the line, but it's pretty good. Cool. We're, out of the three hotels, it's certainly number two. Mm -hmm. Nice. Middle of the road. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and so you guys have some bags with you. You know, you have a carpet bag. Each of you has a carpet bag with your basic belongings. Uh, you might have... Um, Will, you'll likely have like a duffel bag that has your rifle in it, that yeah, has some more ammunition and gear in it. gun things. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so yeah, checking at the desk, see if there's any messages for us. Uh, yeah, you've got a message. There's no name attached to it. Of course not. Um, but it's just a telegram that they got over that uh, gives you a date and a time, and it's uh, yesterday's date kind of in the morning for uh, when um, HB was seen at, uh, at you know, uh, B-O-B-S. Nice. It's a telegraph. They, yeah, yeah, you pay stop. by the letter. That's right. Full stop. Yeah. Okay, so take note of that. Um, uh, and then, yeah, has uh, anybody been uh, asking about us? Well, why would they be asking about you, sir? You only just got into town, right? We did. 
I don't think anyone's been asking about you, sir. Well, good. Thank you very much. Just making sure that uh, the Pinkerton Detective Agency shows up on the register and such word doesn't get around. Much obliged. No, sir. Um, you know, you kind of slip him a dollar under the yeah, bar. Or, discri- or probably in this case more like 25 cents or something yeah, like that. Yeah, two bits. Yeah. Um, well, we, are, we here at the Silver Dollar Hotel are the soul of discretion, sir. I can tell. And, you know, your room is fairly typical of the time. You, yeah. You bring your bags up yourselves. Yeah. So I'm going to go and search the place. The room? Yeah, I'm just going to go through, search it like I always do, make sure there's a... Sure, you've got a search-related skill, don't yeah, you? Yeah, like Cognition? Like, yeah, I'm my, my cognition. Yeah, so give me your cognition plus search, which is... 5 12 Yeah, you're a smartin. All right. So, so yeah, so that's an 11. All right, one more die. Well, you're going to go with that 11. Yeah. That is a very, very good roll. Yeah. You're pretty sure that someone has been in here before? But is that room service? You're not sure. You certainly do. Uh, you pick up a whiff of a scent. Mm-hmm. Um, you think it may... You're not sure if it's cologne or perfume. Someone was definitely wearing a scent on them. It's fairly light. Do I recognize the scent by chance? Not offhand. Okay. I'm thinking maybe Serena, ladies and Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. Um, well, if you're done poking around the place, I'm going to get us some horses. Oh, God. Yeah, sure. Get me a horse. Hopefully it doesn't buck me this time. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and in the walk, that walk across town, um, Wes, you almost got trampled by a horse once again. <laughs> As um, you're walking through, you guys are walking through the street. It's seemingly like fine time when some guy riding his horse, the horse suddenly like shoots towards you and rears up in front of you. And then the guy's cursing you out. He doesn't know what the hell you did to his horse. You obviously spooked it somehow, though. It's okay. Happens all the time. (laughs) I think it's the machine oil from your fancy pea shooter. It has nothing to do with that superstitious nonsense. Stinks ain't superstition. The gun totally wasn't run but made by a man uh, tormented by an evil spirit. Yeah, that's totally how mad science works in this game. Yeah. Um, Okay, so yeah, go acquire some horses. um, uh, Just so that we have legs when we need them. Um, Sure, you're able to... uh, They're they're not great horses, but... Just something that is faster than us running. Yep. Um, And that we have on hand when needed. Uh, and then I think I'm going to hit up some of the, those 42 saloons and see what people are talking about. You're not going to head right to the Bucket of Blood? Not immediately. Was well, it? I... No, no, no. This guy's a slippery snake. You're right. We should go straight there. Sure. When I get there, I want to make a streetwise roll to kind of, like, look for anything. Sure. Yeah. Give yeah. me a roll so that's your smarts plus your streetwise. Yeah, that's 66. Nice. Sweet. This is where I'm good at. Yeah. See, this is this is why I got you guys to add your aptitude rather than just rolling with your aptitude. Woo, boy! West rolled two sixes. You, you want to see if you get a third six? Yeah, actually, we'll set those side to side. So, oh god. You you okay? So you're gonna roll all three sixes. And you're gonna see which of those gets the higher result. If you get another six, it explodes again. Yeah. Roll those two sixes you just got. You're getting at least a twelve. 17. <laughs> I am the most streetwise person that has ever streetwised. Yeah, so you immediately get the lay of the land. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to combine this with a search check as well. Sure. Um, yeah, you spot... This, this is getting into more like a working class area. 
Uh, there's a big sign over top with an, in fact, a bucket of something red coming out of it. And, you know, as you get up to it, a guy goes flying out the door. Nice. Lands in the street. Uh, there are horses hitched outside. Somebody's playing a piano in there. Yeah. Uh, you get a you get an immediate lay of the room. You got two raises on that one, okay. Wes. That was... I was looking for a five. <laughs> you got a 17. You know who built the place. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you get an immediate read of the room. Um, there's a poker game going on at a table over there. You can tell which of those guys is probably cheating just by the way that he's dressed and he's looking at his cards. Um, you can tell which of the women going around the room are um, for hire. And which of them are actually just there because they want to be there, and you know they're they're just hanging yeah, out and drinking. Yeah, exactly. You can tell that those miners in the corner look like they might get riled up with the slightest sign of trouble. They are three sheets to the wind at this point. They they are so far into the wind that those sheets are uh, just getting torn up by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one thing you do notice is standing behind the bar is Madame Serena. Of course. I, and I, I'll, I'll slide up to the bar like a, like a cat. Yeah, you just get right through that room. You know exactly which tables you're avoiding at this point. Um, you, you can. Can, t- I get, can I get into the room without her noticing me? And then, so, like, say she's got her back turned. Like, uh, do, you got, do you have some kind of stealth skill? I think I might. Uh, sneak. Nimbleness. Uh, yeah. Yeah, two D ten. So give me that five D ten roll. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've got three D ten right there. Four D ten. Cool. I didn't think I was going to need more dice than this, but uh, well, right, that's a couple nines. So you nines. re-roll one of them. Let's see what you get. Okay, we'll go with nine. Yeah. And we'll give her her roll. We'll give her. Uh... Yep. She rolled a pile of twos. <laughs> she's really concerned with those miners. <laughs> well, she, you know, she's um, she's talking to some guy. You get the idea that he probably works for Comstock. He looks fancy enough. Uh, he shouldn't be in this part of town, which means he's probably someone from uh, maybe he's from a poor uh, family. So he's just this kind of place makes him more comfortable. And she's chatting him up. She has this guy wrapped around her little finger. So I want to like enter it in that very stereotypical like, you know, she's surprised that I'm yep. there kind of thing at the end of the bar. Can I get some bourbon? And she um, turns around, looks at you, looks surprised for a moment. Um, coming right up. And then she goes back to trying to talk this guy up. And uh, you can kind of overhear that she, she's got this guy talking about stuff that he should not be talking with a bartender about. Oh, she is totally pumping him for information right now. Totally. And, uh, you know, she slides a drink down to you. Do you want to interrupt? No, I let her do her business. All right. But uh, spend some time, uh, perhaps, just listening to what goes on. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, it sounds like um, new in- uh, Comshot's got a new investor of some kind. Of course. Who's mm-hmm. uh, put a lot of money into uh, hitting up what he's referring to as Vein 6. And then, well, you're listening to that. I'm going to go over to Will. All right, so we got drunken miners in the corner. Yep. We got poker game, various rowdies. Yep. Uh, do I see any sign of Mr. Bliss? No. 
Of course not. Um, Give me a search check. Yeah, I think I'm going to do so. That's 3d8 for me. Uh, I got a 7. Okay. Once again, I was only looking for a 4 or a 5. So, 7 will get you. Uh, You don't spot bliss. But you do, and you notice him just out of the corner of your eye... Uh, as he's going up with one of the girls. Actually, she's not even going up. He, uh, you actually see him as a door opens for one of the girls leaving. And you see a man that we are going to call... Simon Calhoun. Ah, known associate. A known associate of Harlan Bliss. In fact, you recognize... Uh, Mr. Calhoun is uh, kind of Mr. Bl- uh, one of Mr. Bliss's muscle guys. We've had run-ins in the past. You've had run-ins with him in the past. And I'm vengeful. <laughs> you are vengeful. Um, and so yeah, uh, Stone just kind of like clenches his jaw. And, and you just and, and you s- and you can see the the sort of like cut that he got in a few episodes back. The, the nice fresh. Yeah, when, when you in. see him up there, it's twelve episodes. In. We got to remind you of the guy you fought back in episode six. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah, you don't hear what he's saying. But he's just kind of putting his shirt back on, and there, there are like there are scars across his body. Yeah, he's a tough too. He's seen all sorts of things. Yeah, he's a tough, and notably, he's still wearing, and it is perfect, like perfectly clean. He's got a Confederate, um, one of like the big round Confederate hats on. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> that ain't gonna serve. <laughs> and you, you remember that uh, Simon Calhoun. Was a dedicated. It was is in fact former Sergeant Simon Calhoun of the yeah. Confederate Cavalry. Yeah, and, and like and we and like there's the scars, and then like across his shoulder blades, the South shall rise again. <laughs> no, well then no, they didn't really have that. That's, I guess that's true. It's too early for that. Sort of it, yeah, it's too early for tattooing to be, to be an invoke outside of like outside sailors. Of sailors. Yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. And he's not a sailor. He is a cavalry officer. He is. Well, uh, uh, lieutenant. So he actually was... No, we'll make him a captain. Captain uh, yeah. Simon Calhoun of the Confederate Cavalry. Yeah. Um, well, I'm vengeful, and screw this guy. Um, so uh, Stone's going to sort of just make his way over to that hallway. And... That's not going to be too difficult. I mean, most the most of the girls, even if they see you, are either going to avoid you because you've obviously got murder in your eye... Uh, or because they just assume that you're up here to meet, uh, you know, you got a girl. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm going to go and I'm, I'm going to wait to jump this son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you're going you're to wait outside his room? Um, I'm, I'm waiting for him to leave, and hopefully he'll make his way to uh, towards uh, the back of the building. Um, and if not, well, we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, you, you both got some time passing as you're listening and he's waiting. And so I'm going to cut back over to you, Wes, as she finishes up her conversation with, you know, he just hooks him under the collar a little and, you know, well, I will see you later, sugar. And uh, she kind of gives him a little playful push back. And this guy's an easy drunk, so he kind of stumbles a bit and laughs and, uh, you know, but Serena, no, no, sugar, I got I got other people I got to deal with here. You know, I, I, I'm just a poor girl. I got to make a living, too. And uh, he he's in a good mood, so he kind of takes it in stride, and he stumbles off, and big grin plastered over his face. 
too drunk to even remember the next morning that he just like he just gave away some big company secrets there. Yeah, he basically sold the farm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I wait for. Her so to- yeah, she comes over to you. She's like, "What the, what the hell are you doing here? They sent you." Of course they would send me. Of course they'd send you. <sighs> and the where the hell's your partner? Oh, he's. I look back. Oh yeah! As you as you look back, the door opens and Simon Calhoun steps out of the room. Uh, he's got a duster on. Uh, he's got you know just slacks. He's still got his cavalry boots on. Of course he does. And he doesn't have a gun uh, holster to the side. He still has a cavalry saber there. And you remember, like this guy likes to get in close. He does. Um, and is he pretty much as he steps out the door, getting a gun to the side, pointed at the side of his head? Um. Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> so, click. Yeah. Telegram for Captain Calhoun. <laughs> That's good. Now, with Stone when he was with the Union, were, uh, what rank did you have? Because we've established you, you still got that uh, that hat on. Yeah. Um, I don't think he got as high up in the brass. Um, were I you think, an officer? Were you a sergeant? I think he was a sergeant. You're, you're totally Sergeant Stone. Sergeant Stone. Like, he's got... He had a few men under him, but like he was by no means, you know, uh, yeah. a capital O officer. He well, was especially still... considering in this era, like people who were officers were generally from richer families. They, yeah, they went to a separate school, right? The sergeants, the people were like that kind of salted. Exactly, exactly. and you you know that um, Captain Calhoun's family was very wealthy once upon a time, but when the Confederate, uh, but when the uh, Civil War ended, the Confederacy was broken apart, and the slit. Uh, and um, the slaves were emancipated. His family lost everything. Yeah, because they they could no longer run their plantation, and he is ba- he is wiped out. Like that's why he's working for Bliss now. Yeah. Um, and so he looks over at you, Sergeant Stone. I do declare, what brings you to this fine neck of the woods? I expect much the same as yourself. I don't know, sir. I'm a man in good standing here. They look past my checkered background, and they pour me drinks the same as any man down there. Doesn't that just chap your ass? And he just... He, oh, he, he you know, this growly face. Outside. You gonna shoot me in front of all these fine people, Sergeant Stone? I ain't no doctor, and this is no place for an anatomy lesson. Well, if you ain't gonna shoot me, that I think that your threats are about as toothless as that old dog of yours. You shut up, about Rufus. <laughs> Or at the meanwhile of the bar, oh fuck! He's yeah, now now you're now we're cu- now we're cutting over to the bar, and, and you're you're like I can't read lips very well, but I swear to God, he just said Rufus. <laughs> what is that damn fool of your partner doing? I wind do- up. 
I think we're about to find out. <laughs> okay, so at this point, we're going to do an initiative draw. Yes, please. All righty, then. Uh, you we should probably reshuffle these. Yeah, yeah and I, I will reshuffle my Malifaux deck and the, see which way my cards are pointing, because I can... The best part about doing this as a podcast is nobody can see how bad a shuffler I am. No, no, you're a great shuffler. Oh, He's no. doing, like, the, the full, like, flips across the table. It's amazing. You should totally be here. That's right. Uh, will <laughs> Mitchell could play Vegas... Yeah, I, uh... He, he shuffles better than I do. Well, it never good enough. I, uh, married into a family with a professional magician in it, so... Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's right! You uh, did! Yeah, so it's kind of embarrassing. Okay, uh, oh, so it, it is your quickness. All right, uh, so, D12s. Big money, no whammies. Uh, I got all that. I'm going to roll, too, because I have an idea I want to do where I can Okay. Oh, well, he got a success. Well, that's not a good roll. I uh, a... Well, <laughs> did you get at least a success? Uh, what's, what's Five. Nope. Okay, so you're going to draw one card. Um, Will, uh, what do you get, an 11? I have an 11. You get three cards. Nice. He gets two cards. Mm. Ouch. Oh, boy. Uh, hopefully, read him and weep. Oh, boy, howdy. Jesus, shit. He got the good Joker. Yeah, he did. Well, he's going to declare that to be an ace. Son of a bitch. Uh, he's going to declare it to be a red ace. Um, and goddamn, I wish I was playing Malifaux right now, because that counts for a 14. I red Jokered it, guys, and if you play Malifaux, you're all secretly cheering for me right now. Um... And what you got a th Wes got a three. <laughs> Not the lowest card in the deck. That's a two. Yep. <laughs> we can blame it on. No. Well, here's the thing though: is Will drew a queen and a king. Um, if it weren't for uh, only one card, will beat a king in this game for initiative, and that's an ace. And Simon Calhoun drew a Joker, which shall be an ace in this case. I I think like this might be. Towards the end of the season, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the well, writers are putting on the heat. Let's find out. He's going to roll the quick draw his sword. Nice. Uh, a five, which is what he needed to get. Barely. Uh, I also have dodge three. How do I do that? Well, he's going to roll to hit you, and then you're going to roll to dodge. Beautiful. So let's go with these guys, and we'll... I can't even remember what attribute sword fighting is under, but I'm going to count it as deafness in this case. Yeah, most likely. So we're going to... Okay, and so... I'll take that 10. Okay. So you're going to try and roll the dodge? Okay, and so I've got four for that. So I've got three dodge and one nimbleness. Okay, you got to keep track of him. And Two eights, so let's see... Reroll, let's see what you get. So long as you get a... Oh, Seven and a one. Fifteen, Okay. So what happens is, um, you know, you've you've drawn back here, very dramatically drawn back the hammer on your pistol. Let's actually say you didn't draw it back when he stepped out, but now you you, you dramatically draw it back as you can, like he's tensing to fire. Yeah. Uh, as you're tensing to fire, um, his sword comes, out, his cavalry saber comes out in like this silver arc. Nice. Um, and he basically flicks it in front of you, and he's trying to um, take uh, your like take your gun away from you. Nice. And you managed to pull back, but that's one of your actions. Okay. So um, that's going to use up... Burn up my eight. No, we're going to burn up your king, because okay, that's like your... Okay. Be, yeah, because you had to get out of the way of that. Had to get out of the way of that. Okay. All right, so now... Oh, wait a minute, that's a... 
oh crap, I forgot Malifaux doesn't differ- differentiates aces being the worst card you could draw. He got another ace! What? Oh, I no. forgot about that! Oh, Jesus. I was hoping that was a 10. Okay. No, the, the X is to show that it's a 1. In Malifaux, it'd be a weak hit and it'd really suck. But they don't differentiate aces as being the best card in the game in that. Well, I appreciate your deck not trying to murder me, but accidentally possibly murdering me. This is good. It's not gonna murder you. We're only in episode two. We're only, like, 30 minutes in. So, so um, uh, he's got the next move. Yep. And he's gonna try and take another swipe at you. Roll the 12. Oh, no. Yep. Uh, that's an 18. Oh, okay, so you have two options. One, you can burn another card to try and dodge. Yeah. Um, or two, he can hit and you can take the damage. And if it's really bad, you can spend a, one of your fate chips to uh, try and cancel it out. Well, I've described this character having all these sweet scars. Let's get a new one. Okie dokie. Now, the sword, to be fair, doesn't actually deal that much damage. More if he was on a horse, I'd imagine. Yeah. Well, uh, he'd also get a bonus to... No, you know what give, uh, giving him a horse actually does is it lets him pick uh, where he's wounding you. Oh, cool. So actually, let's figure out where he hits you. 19. Can I uh, get oh, the that's shirt? That's, I believe he's going to hit you in the upper torso. Upper guts. Upper, upper guts. guts. So he's going to... Yep. Let's go a little... Uh, 11. It's amazing what you can do with one long. 16. Well, you are a size 7. So you are going to take two uh, wound levels to your upper gut, uh, unless you want to cancel it out with a fate chip. Your red fate chip will completely cancel out those wounds. Okay, well, let's do one of those. That, that, the red ones also give you some fun stuff, right? Not if you're canceling wounds. Oh, cool. Well, it's only if you're adding to your rolls. Consider it canceled. Okay, so... Uh, so he slashes across and, like, staggers back, something's leaking, and then out falls. Yeah. Cut up. Can't, or, uh, your flask. Uh, flask. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what? No, he strikes at you. There's actually some sparks. Um, and then, the yeah, you lose the flask, but... I was saving that. And then you're on your eight. Wes is still on his three. So uh, ditch that queen. Ditching the queen. Oh, wait, no, because uh, you didn't dodge. You still got your action. Yeah. You still got your action. Take it, boy. I'm going to take this queen. Okay. Um, now, the bucket of blood, the, there's no posted rulings or anything about don't shoot people here. They'd really prefer you don't. <laughs> but, they'd prefer. I mean, to be fair, you may have drawn on him first, but he did attack you. He absolutely did. Um, and at this point, people are starting to react. Of course, no court in the land would ever possibly uh, convict me. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just debating if I should punch him in the head or if I should shoot him. I'm a gunslinger. I'm going to shoot him. Okay. This this snake in the grass deserves it. Give me a roll. Uh, so I need 60-10. Yep. Yep. Okay. Herp de derp. Herp de derp. Um, okay, none of those are too electrifying. Okay, uh, I got a nine. Okay, well, it's not going to get your raise, but it will hit. That's all that matters to me. Um, and so then, what's the damage on that? Oh, yeah, and, sorry, Will, uh, but you do lose four wind. Ah, cool. 
because even if uh, attack deals you zero damage, you still take wind. Wind in this game represents your stamina. Basically, you have two ways of being wounded. The first way will actually deal you damage. The second way um, is just it's... Uh, it applies penalties as your wounds become, as your limbs become progressively more and more beat the fuck up. Nice. Sorry. So, um, what's my damage? Is three d six. Three d six. Yep. Uh, he does slightly more with his sword because he's quite strong. Oh, roll just pure bullshit. Five. Oh, under his size, so he. Well, he takes some wind damage, but uh, you wing him basically. You, yeah. You open fire. <laughs> Oh, wait, sorry. Give me a roll to uh, oh, see, see where you... Where I yeah, be. I'm supposed to be doing that before you roll damage. Uh, I got a deuce, so that's pretty bad, too. Legs. Yeah, you wing him in Make the leg. Dance. I mean, he, he's thrown off your balance a bit as he swings uh, the saber at you. Yeah, and I'm kind of staggering, too. And so, yeah, one low shot. I'm trying to steal yep. his balance. Um, and, yeah, it skids along the side of his nicely polished cavalry boot, hits a spur, makes it spin. Yeah, and you've got that eight to spend as well. Uh, when in doubt, now that I'm already at the hip, I'm going to shoot from the hip. All right, give me another roll. Okay. Another fistful of d6s. Uh, that's also not very inspiring. That's more like it. Uh, 17. Two raises! Oh, man. Yeah, okay. That's going to be quite... Let me just remember what the... Uh... Oh, yeah, okay. So you're going to roll your hit location hit first, location. and you can go. raise it or lower it by up to pl uh, plus one, or, uh, plus two or minus two. Nice. Uh, I got a 15. Okay, so you can either hit him in the arms or the upper guts. Well, I'm a vengeful son of a bitch, so I kind of want to just kill him. But I know he knows what Bliss is up to. Okay. So I also need to keep him able to talk. So instead of risking shooting him in the heart or the lungs, I'm going to take out his arms and hope he drops that fucking saber. Okay, give me a roll. Okay, uh, three, six. Yep. Come on, big money, no whammies. Nine. Okay, he's going to take a wound level at least. And he takes two more wind. He doesn't drop the saber. Um, he manages to turn you, t uh, hit him in the left arm. Yeah. But that bullet definitely went in. Yeah. <clears throat> I got more where that came from. You brought a knife to a gunfight, boy. And now it's up to Wes. Um, I'm going to get a little creative here. Knowing off of that streetwise role you gave me earlier, I'm going to go to Serena. One second, ma'am. And she probably recognizes this like, oh, fuck. Yep. Hashtag one second, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Like, I kind of imagine our dynamic is like, you're like the shooty guy. I'm the one who actually causes all the chaos and pandemonium. For right? sure. Like, um, so I go up to the table where they're uh, they were playing poker, and I and I reach back the guy's arm that's cheating, and I'm like, and I go, hey guys, okay, give me a uh, Joe fighting, uh, brawling. Yeah, you do. Give me a nimbleness press brawling check. So four d ten. Yep. You got two Promethean dice, two Vampire the Requiem dice. Okay, so I did roll a, my best roll was a six. That'll do it. And so uh, I'm like, it, it, you, you, you don't walk over, you dash over. <laughs> uh, and just as he, uh, he's got his hand free as he's uh, sipping his drink, and you literally just pull it back. And I go, this guy is with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you make a second check. Uh, uh, let's see. Your, yeah. 
Okay, that's Give a me your smarts six. plus bluff. Uh, fun. 46 at least. There we go. There's a there's six in there. And well, so give me one more roll just to see if you get a uh, six. Another six. No. Okay, so 10. 10. Oh, <laughs> bam. So in the next round, these guys are artificially going to get their own initiative <laughs> as this fight's about to. Uh, you're about to cause a massive bar brawl. Yes! <laughs> Delicious. And we're going to uh, roll and draw for the next round. Okay. There we go. I'm rolling on, what was it, quickness again? God, oh, what the hell? Uh, okay, so he rolled a 23. Sweet. Mother. And, yeah. So, that's uh, one for success, two for a raise, three for a raise. Uh, hey. so that's sorry. Uh, you rolled a what? 10, 15, 20. Um, so really bad nudes, guys, is he got five actions this round. Well, I'm at 24 so far. Uh, 26 was my roll. How many actions is that? Six. <laughs> uh, I got a five. That's like one, right? Uh, you get two. You get, you get one for rolling and another for getting a success. Sweet. So that's his highest card. Followed by... He got another ace. So did I. Oh. But then the rest is kind of bullshit. Uh, he got an ace and a queen and a seven and a pair of threes. Well, I got an ace and then nine, six, five, four, two. Well, this is about to get interesting. Wes got a seven. <laughs> He's still not going first. <laughs> He's still not even going second or third. Nope. Um... Uh, Since the director's focusing on the action scene with all the, the crazy fight moves that I'm yeah. sure he's about to do to me. So, we both got aces. You got a red ace, though, which means that you go first. Hell yes. Um, okay, so we're at, like, the top of a big staircase, and you can see us from... Uh, you can see it, like, over by the railing. Perfect. A railing for me to kick him over. You want to <laughs> give me a fighting check? Uh, sure do. Because um, nothing says fuck you like dropping him into a bar fight. Uh, so, where's fighting? Fighting brawling. Um, looks like I'm on only 3d8. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Uh, that is not inspiring. I got a seven. Okay. Hmm, does he want to blow one to dot? Nah. You'll hit him. Yeah. But you're going to need to roll a hit location. Come on. Now, you do get a plus two for hit location because you're fighting. Yeah. I got a 14. Which raises to a sixty. So you're gonna, we're gonna say for the for the sake of argument, you get it. You're gonna kick him right in the chest. And yeah, let's roll your damage. What is your um your vigor? My vigor is two d six. That's what you're gonna roll. Beautiful. You don't do a whole lot of damage when you're fighting. That's because that's not my job. I'm a shooter. I do six damage. Okay. Yeah, you get one boot into him. Um, he's gonna do his thing though. He's gonna try and grab your boot. Oh, please, both over the railing, both over the railing, <laughs> right through the poker table. Oh, of course. <laughs> Better that than the pool table. Well, one of those will hit, and then we'll go this. Okay, we're gonna go with the seven. Yeah, he's gonna grab hold of you. Yay! To be fair, we're grappling, so it doesn't really matter. He gets hold of one of your legs. Oh, the one I kicked him with, duh. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, sorry, that goes up to... He gets you around the waist. Because it goes up to uh, lower uh, to your gizzards, your lower guts. 
Uh, oh, he grabs my belt. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, and then he's gonna make his rollers the D8s. Ooh. That's a lot of eights. As your dice like you. Oh, uh, eight, sixteen, uh, twenty-one. Ow. Oh yeah, y'all going over the rails with him. Yep, and I'm landing on the bottom. I take it. You, you're taking three wounds. Ooh, uh, nothing I can really do about that, is there? Uh, you can negate two of them with their other red chip if you really want to spend it. Uh, I'm gonna save that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you uh, you take three wounds. You are now at a minus three penalty to all your rolls. Oh God! Beautiful. Uh, as you go, you do in fact go over the ledge. But as you're going over, he grabs your belt Whoa! and twists in midair with you, and you hit the ground. The good news is though, you lose your gun. He loses his sword. Yes. And you are now, he is now on top of you, so that's going to kill that card. And then he gets the next move. I assume he's going to feed me knuckle sandwiches for a Pretty while. much. <laughs> oh yeah, and you both need to take your, you need to take 3d6 of wind damage. It might just straight up knock me out. It may just straight up knock you out. Oh, so now I roll good. Uh, that's enough to knock me out. I only had 10 wind left and I rolled Okay, seven. they go over the balcony into a table... Full of drunk miners. <laughs> the miner table uh, that's been looking for a reason to fight. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and he takes... Okay, he's still up, barely. Um, he doesn't look in good shape. Uh, he gets the next action because he's on 12. He's going to hoof it. Yeah. Oh, damn it. He'll cheese it. That's fine. That 12 says he hoofs it. Okay. Um, so he's running, and he's running across the bar. Well, across the room. No, no, he's running across the bar, because of course the miners now no, well, are, are just going at each well, other. Well, no, he gives uh, one miner just like an elbow to the throat yeah. to clear himself some space. Um, looks around, picks up his sword that's fallen at some guy's feet. Yeah. Um, punches another guy in the gut with the uh, butt of the sword, and just makes a run across the room as the room is slowly dis... Actually, very quickly descending into chaos. And the piano player in the back... Just plays on. Let, let, let's see uh, Let's see how well the piano player plays. Wait a second, I gotta roll... F I just wanna roll for his skill check to see how if this is good music or discordant music. The piano player rolls a 9 on, on a d6. Yeah, exactly. As that were that then kind of overlays the fight scene. <laughs> West, unfortunately, uh, you both go on seven. Okay. Uh, uh, you both have. He has the red seven, uh, so he's going to go, and he's just going to keep running for it. Okay. Um, you are now in the middle of a bar fight that you well that you very purposely kind of started. I, I, thought, I thought I was helping. You were helping. <laughs> I just fucked up. Can I beat get, the guy up part? Keep up to him, or is he gone? Like, um, he's booking it pretty fast. He has two more actions afterwards. You have one more. He can probably at least start get it, uh, make a good uh, escape. Whereas um, <laughs> Stone kind of landed on a table and is now looks unconscious. I'm just gonna go. And the miners are angry looking. I just go. Not of that. <laughs> do you want to try and intimidate them? Sure, do. Like, maybe just fire off a couple rounds into the ceiling yeah. or something? We're, um... Let's see here. You got... Leadership? I'll take leadership. Oh, uh, that would be 6d10. 
Oh, yeah, you're going to be good at this one. Yeah. So, so far we got... Uh, give me two more dice rolls. Let's see if you can get a ten. Nope. You get a nine. That's not bad. The nine will do it. Um, because this is just the start of the bar brawl. Yeah. No one's pulled a gun yet. Yeah. You know, somebody slugged somebody else. There's some angry looking miners. And then you pull off and there's this whine. And everybody looks at you. And the man in the black man in black standing in the middle of the room holding a freaking Gatling pistol. Keep in mind that mad science and weird science aren't that well known Outside of like you know, it's it's old Doc Brown out, out in the shed who keeps claiming he's building a time machine. So I, I go and like the miners like motion like out of the way, boys. I yep. need my friend. I scoop him up and uh, I go to Serena and be like, I slide her a, a card and say, "Come find me later tonight. We need to talk." Okay, and. I think at this point, this is actually a good time to end the game for uh, for this particular session. Yeah, cool. sure. As you guys are headed back to your hotel, we're ending a little bit early, but I think it's a good dramatic moment. Yeah. Okay, well, for Terrible Warriors, I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse, and I've been your marshal for this evening's game of Deadlands by Pinnacle Entertainment. <laughs> Going around the table, my uh, players have been... Uh, Will Mitchell. And Wes Gunn. Come on back now, you hear? The Adventures of Change in Stone will return, but we're putting our campaign on hold for just one week. Our regular Monday and Thursday release schedule? Yeah, we'll get to that. We've got something cooler. If you come back on Monday, you will get a new campaign, Episode 1. Yeah, that happens. On Tuesday, you're also going to get Episode 2. And on Wednesday, Episode 3. And Thursday and Friday, we are releasing a new episode every single day next week. Why, you ask? Well, if you haven't been paying attention, we have teamed up with Onyx Path to present to you the second edition of Scion. Scion is still in Kickstarter. You can check them out right now if you want to throw some support their way. And we've arranged with Onyx Path to get an advanced copy of that edition. We are playing it this Sunday. We are turning it around and releasing the first episode on Monday. The campaign for the Kickstarter ends on October 22nd. So in a way, we've joined up with Onyx Path to run up to the finish line with them. And it's going to be incredible. Derek the Bard's running the game and playing at the table. We've got Mike the Birdman Dodd, myself Justin and Cassie Chu, and we are going to be among the first people to get to play Second Edition Scion. You get to listen, and you get to be a part of that. So come back on Monday for the Onyx Path Scion Second Edition Kickstarter special right here on the Terrible Warriors. If you want to know how this is changing our release schedule, check out TerribleWarriors.com and click on the schedules page. You'll just notice that all of our planned episodes have just been pushed back a week. And while you're there, check out the Patreon page. We are really thankful for all the support we're getting. And if you want to throw a little bit our way, we promise to do more events like this because I'm not even kidding. This Scion week that we are doing is a direct result of the kind of support we have been getting through Patreon that's allowing us to make big moves like this. So I'm excited. I hope you're excited too. Change in Stone Episode 3 will return, just being pushed back a week. And on October 24th, we do have a new campaign set in Ravenloft. We're calling it Dead by Dawn's Light. Today's Terrible Warriors have been Derek Burrow, Will Mitchell, and Wes Gunn. The album art was by Steve Saylor. The audio production's by Justin Eacock. 
And stay tuned, because when we return, it's episode one of the Scion 2nd Edition Kickstarter special. We'll see you back here on Monday, and then on Tuesday, then on Wednesday, then on Thursday, and then on Friday.